This is a Wild Gate Production Podcast. Welcome to the Classic Phase Rip Podcast. We are back. I am DM Vince. Sitting alongside me is a new co-host, the Golden Buddha. How are you all doing? <laughs> the Golden Buddha comes to us. He volunteered. He, he basically put his life on the line to sit in the co-host chair and be killed or not killed. That's, depending that's, that's on a bit of an, uh, it's a little bit much, but okay, you're right. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of turning into, the, that chair is turn, turning into the whole spinal tap thing going on, like we used to always joke about on another show. But uh, yeah, you're like the uh, the new the new drummer that keeps showing up and, you know, leaving. And... <laughs> <laughs> yep. So Gold Buddha will be taking over the co-host uh, seat for now until he decides he's sick of me and the show and he will bail and go do his own thing and I'm already doing my own thing, but <laughs> I will not bail on you, Vince. Not yet. Not until not I yet. make at least a million dollars and get sponsored by Blue Yeti. So that's um that's, that's part of my goal. Very right specific goal and achievements you got there. Go for, good for you. <laughs> so why don't you tell everybody out there your experiences with Phase Rip, what edition you like to play or favor, you know, things like that. All right. Well, first off, who I've been playing this for about five years um it's the first game i ever gm'd okay i did not start with i did not start gming with dnd i started with the revised basic set uh, which is my favorite one it's it's super easy to use i love it you know it's a little cute little booklet you know you just yeah and so i've been running that for a while and i do run games um of it again from time to time um, my favorite module would be the uh, the Days of Future Past one. Um, right. I think it's called Nightmares of Future, Future Past, but same difference. Um, and I love it. It's a little sandbox module. It's great. So, and um, and as for my channel, um, I, I mostly do indie horror stories, um, and I also do uh, rants about just you know tabletop stuff. Um, I do rants about. Or actually, and I also I look at like different uh, different modules or different products that I like, um, like the Loke battle mats. I love things. I have a few, you know, little supplements for um, OSR stuff mostly, um, and Call of Cthulhu and like you know little other stuff here and there. Basically, what I feel like reviewing at the time. So the dark blue and purple rule set. Yeah, the revised edition is what he's talking about. Yep. Yeah, where so, do you get? I was looking at your channel the other day. Where do you get those stories from? Are those based on what you experience, or you go like Reddit horror stories? No. Okay. A lot of them are Reddit ones, but there are uh-huh. a few. I don't. Okay. For so for me, I don't have a whole bunch of horror stories. Like I'm. I was I'm like, really... damn, this, this this guy has a lot of problems going on. <laughs> no, 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 no. I <laughs> like our games are pretty like I'm pretty selective with like who I who I play with and stuff. Um, and so yeah, I. I have a lot of good stories, like just great games, you know, of just great people who interacted together and, you know, had a great time and had a lot of like silly, um, silly interactions. Um, and yeah, we're supposed to, one of the, um, 
the stories that I'm working on is um, ESRT, which is like a it's like a cyberpunk game. It's like um, that we did like a years back, and it was just freaking amazing. So, um, yeah. Oh, that was that was the okay. I thought you were gonna. Oh no, you thought I was gonna tell. No, you go watch the video if you want. <laughs> you want to know more? Um, yeah. Because there's three parts so far, but it's probably gonna balloon into eight because it's a it's a pretty long running campaign. So, all right, yeah. cool. So check out his channel. We will uh, drop a link for that in the show notes so you can go. But you could just search the Golden Buddha on uh, YouTube and you could subscribe to his channel so he can get to his 1,000 so he can start making his pennies on the million dollars. (laughs) Please, that would be much appreciated, guys. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, so we are back, as we said, and we're going to get right into the swing of things and just basically get into our meat and potatoes of the show today. And we're going to be talking about uh, one of the UCP projects that is, uh, I think Keith and I in the past went over Secret Wars 1 and 2, I believe. So we're going to go over part 3 now, which is Killville Compendium. So let me just pull that up for you. We're going to talk a little bit about this, you know, the overview of it, the story behind it, and, you know, give you some sneak peeks of what was done with it. And uh, maybe how you can use it in a campaign for yourself. Now, obviously, I did, and, and you mentioned this when we were talking about it on the side, uh, that I ran the villain game for like a year or so. Why didn't I use this? And it didn't really fit what, what I was doing. I wanted a group of villains in the regular cinematic universe of Marvel. Yeah. And I wanted them to just have fun and you know, sometimes a good person would show up and try to save the day. Or I'd have my own <laughs> texas lone star people show up so yeah it was a lot of fun but yeah i didn't want a world full of villains what this basically (laughs) is and uh let's get a little picture of this here so from my understanding of this this there is a bunch of domains in the universe so to speak and this is one of the domains so this particular domain in this whole new Secret Wars, this new battle world, it is, I think it's 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 in between the monarchy of M, which is you know where the mutants rule. Um, underneath it is the um, the Sentinel territories, which is kind of like the Days of Future Past territory, and then like to the side is. I think the 2099 <laughs> domain. <laughs> so you know where all the future cyberpunk stuff is. And so they'll try to like cross through this, you know, this terrible place called Killville, which is where all of the villains basically teamed up and they were like, you know what? Yeah, no, let's let's kill all the heroes. And they got the heroes out of there. And it's actually a pretty terrible place to live. I mean, all things considered, (laughs) even if you have superpowers, because then you're probably working for the Assassin's Guild or somebody else. So I hate to be a civilian in this world where they're just like, eh, you're in the way, dead. Oh, 100%. That's how it works. Yeah. yeah it's <laughs> collateral damage is just a thing that happens here. And I, yeah. So, but the key person in this whole little module is, of course, Modoc, everybody's favorite big headed <laughs> over, uh, what is he? Um, he talks way too much. He's, but you know, he's, 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 big he's a headed goof. He's a big goof. headed goof. He's a goof. Yeah. He is a goof, <laughs> especially in this. 
So he's the Baron of this, I guess, battle world of domains, Killville. So he's the one that's in charge. And I don't know. I don't, I don't, I just don't see him being in charge of this world. But I I mean, I guess that's what they did. So initially he wasn't in charge, but he manages to kill Baron Mordo and um, Clea. So he gets them the fuck out of the way and boom. And he becomes in charge of this, um, charge of this domain. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. He is kind of a, he's a goof and yeah, he's, he's MODOK. He's exactly what you would expect from MODOK. <laughs> so. Yeah. And then it did give some really good write-ups and, um, uh, kind of like a background history of MODOK and the key players in this world. So I was, I thought that was really good. I, I like the fact that they have this history here and, they go to give you a couple of different examples of villains, not heroes, I want to say, yep. that are in this world. And, you know, the, the list obviously works uh, for the Assassin's Guild. And you got Bullseye. One thing I did say was Electra is in there, too. I didn't realize that in the first one. I, yep. I don't know. I mean, Electra? Uh, well, they do have Wolverine in there, too. So, yeah. I, I feel like leaving out. You know, leaving out Electra would have kind of been like, eh. So, because I, I feel like it's it's not just all villains. It's also, like, the kind of anti-heroes that are, like, willing to kill. So you can kind of slot them in there, like uh, like Deadpool. Deadpool would actually be a perfect... I know people love Deadpool. Deadpool would be a perfect fit for this setting if you, you know, if you want to just have, like, put your players in this setting and have them just fight Deadpool, have a bunch of goofy, zany things going on. Um, yeah. Now let's see. Yeah, and Black yeah. Widow, I didn't see. I don't know, maybe because of the. I was recently reading her. She just doesn't seem like she fits in this world either. But I guess she said if she's willing to kill people, she's an anti-hero. So then she would definitely fit in here. So. Yeah, that I think that I think they were kind of like, they were kind of reaching a little bit <laughs> when they were when they were writing it up in the comics. They were like, oh, we gotta have some people. Like, all right, let's throw Black Widow in here. So like some of them make sense totally, but I don't know. Black Widow just didn't make sense. Uh, then we get the history of all the different organizations inside here. And then we get story siege, which I thought was kind of cool. Uh, some of them like uh, the refugees. The characters are a band of mutants that have escaped from neighboring domains. The monarchy of M Sentinel terror. And then they must kind of dodge the assassins guild in this world and navigate through it. I thought that would be yeah. a really good campaign. The refugees one when I was looking at this. I think personally that is that's really that's the if you want to run a typical like Marvel like superhero type game, I think that would be um, uh, that would be the best story seed personally because you can also and you can also kind of throw in stuff from those other domains so you could have people hunting them from the monarchy of M so you yeah. could have um, what you call it Wolverine and like the Royal Guard maybe hunting them down or something. Or you could have them interacting with human rebels, um, and then of course with the with the Sentinel territories, you could of course have Sentinels coming after, have maybe throw rod and shape shift, and like you could have a whole like Terminator game. Uh, that, that would oh, be yeah, yeah. amazing. <laughs> oh man, I want. <laughs> oh, that's oh, that'd be so much fun. Oh my goodness. Oh, the the um, magic suggestion by working for uh, Strange. 
I could see totally getting into that, but I don't think a lot, a lot, I know a lot of people that don't like investigative games that just walk around trying to figure things out with little fighting. Cause I kind of like that. I like to talk, see how well yeah. I can get, you know, get myself out of a situation before actually having to actually rely on a fist or magical powers or whatever. <laughs> I like playing faces is what I like to do. So. Well, also this is a superhero game. So I think people kind of come in expecting to just like punch their way through everything. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I think that was what most people thought in my campaign too. So Yeah. Um also a story seed that I like as well is the um uh the remnants. The characters are the last remaining superheroes in Killville. They found a safe haven amidst all the chaos and murder. Now all they have to do is survive. <laughs> so then you could have them making like hard choices, you know, because there's civilians getting killed and all this, you know. Um, and you could have them like having to, you know, having to be heroic and kind of like, but low key and, you know, keep everything kind of secret while trying to survive as well. Um, and, and I feel like, and this is just kind of a, a gripe I have with, with, um, the Marvel system in general is like resources, like mm -hmm. as a stat gets kind of like underutilized, I feel, I, I don't okay. know if it's been the same way in your game Spence, but, um, yeah, so maybe like kind of have the resources like mean more maybe or like have them the resource stat fluctuate more in this as they find, you yeah. know, find places to and accumulate like resources and maybe have to like do little like tasks and stuff or like um, or like even steal, you know, like they would still take the karma hit in my game. But like, you know, oh, you got to have food. You got to have like stuff to set up, you know, if you're still going to be heroes. So. Well, yeah, I mean, in my game, I didn't actually use the resource stat properly. I just, because they were <laughs> villains and they were just constantly stealing money and things. So I, I actually awesome. just used the money. Whatever money they had is what money they had. So yeah, I was like, what's the point of using their, If they're going to go to a bank and just rob it and then try to get away with it, then why am I going to bother with the resource stat? I mean, that's true. That's fair. That's fair. But I, I do like your idea of the reminisce because that kind of reminds me of what is that, the uh, man in the castle? Uh, that, yeah, uh, man in the high castle. Yes, reminds me of yes. that. Like the resistance mm -hmm. hiding amongst all the people in Germany, and you don't exactly. you, actually, you know, in America, because the, <laughs> the Nazis took over America, and the good guys are trying to fight. Or what was it, uh, freedom fighters from DC, uh, kind of thing? Yeah. So yeah, I like that idea a lot. That'd be a great campaign to run, actually. Yeah. Um, what's another one that's um, interesting? Oh, taking aim. So taking aim, that story seed would actually have them going into direct conflict with MODOK. And I don't know, I've, I've run MODOK in some games, um, and he's pretty, he's a pretty tough cookie, honestly. Like he's a, he, his abilities are just, they're very good. His mental abilities, he can just blast through anyone who doesn't have any kind of mental defense or like heavy psyche stat. Um, and in the comic, in this little Killville comic, he kind of has hints that Battle World is not the real world. So he's kind of like piecing it together and like, oh, um, God Emperor Doom, he that's not, you know, there's something wrong about this. <laughs> and so this could actually do a, you, you know, you could have the characters, whether they be villains or heroes, um, have a reason to go into Modoc's um, lair and kind of like, figure stuff out they could play with tech 
and they could eventually like figure out the whole secret of battle world uh if you wanted to do it from that way and then they could go from there so <laughs> burning down the houses when i was reading that one just reminded me of playing <laughs> like shadow run just get in <laughs> kill yep. everything and get out <laughs> That would be fun for a one shot. Absolutely. I feel oh, like yeah. I, I think my group would definitely like that one. Just be like, yeah, here are your targets. Take them out at all costs. And they'd be like, yeah. And they would go right after these guys and wind up dying. But anyway. That would be tough, especially I've, Taskmaster would be tough. Oh, man. I think uh, hit when the ghost, no, ghost would actually be, oh, because that intangibility at Incredible. Mm-hmm. That will just be if we're being real <laughs> cuz like incredible tangibility what's what's visible incredible invisibility to like surveillance and everything and just yeah go, ghost is ghost is pretty cool ghost is good good shit and of course wolverine you know cuz wolverine is uh putting putting the team up against wolverine and now also that's another thing you could do with this book you could have um even with these seeds, you could have like the different uh, anti-heroes and villains working together. So you got all sorts of like, you can find different synergies um, to throw at your players uh, to kind of keep them on their toes, you know, because not everybody in here is just like a gun guy, you know, like you got Boomerang and True. he has all the all the different rangs that he can use, you know, um, and then you got... Uh, uh, Wolverine and Sabretooth, you could have that combo and have them actually working together. Or maybe they could play off of each other. Maybe they have a different history in Kill Bill. Maybe they actually, you know, maybe, maybe they're actually cool in Kill Bill. Who knows? It's, you know, it's up to the DM, you know? Yeah, so. true. I, I, I thought out of all of them, Talking Heads was probably the most wackiest thing I would not want to play. <laughs> that, that's, yeah, that does seem a bit clown shoes, honestly. Like, but, uh, I don't know. If they told me we were going to be these amalgamations of Modoc, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to pass on that. I don't want to play that. It, it just it depends. Me something was fun. I mean, it, it depends on if you still get, because, like, okay, if you get the powers of Modoc along with the powers of the heroes that they're amalgamed with, like, I don't. I don't know how that would that would that would just seem silly to me. I mean, again, everybody has their own taste. So if your group decides to do it out there, you know, just it could be a fun idea. Hey, if you try it, just let us know how it went. Okay. <laughs> I I would be interested how they. You're right. That is that's a that's a good point. How would they the amalgamations look or work? Look, I understand. Yeah. I mean, work. I mean, Spider-Man head would have some spider powers along with. How does that even work? Yeah, like uh. would, he, would he still have the webs, or would would he have the mind blast as well, or would he, or would his spider sense be amplified because you know bigger brain, um, or how would Hulk work in that? Like, what is Hulk gonna do as as, as Modok? Like, is it would he just get angrier and then he just does, actually that'd be kind of funny. Like, he just gets angrier, but he just has these tiny little arms and he can just. Eh. <laughs> He would give super headbutts or something. Yeah, or something like that. <laughs> oh man, that would be kind of funny. <laughs> uh, what else is there in here? Modoc plus yeah. Mystique, get him out of the hover chair. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's oh Modoc. Oh lord. <laughs> 
But then, yeah, no, because that's the thing. If he had Mystique's power, would would he still be able, or would she at this thing? Would she still be able to transform? Because like Mystique can like transform. Yeah, yeah. Her body, right? So like, yeah, uh huh. Would like would <laughs> how would that work? How would that either they, it would be comical where it's like, oh, you just transformed the face, and it's just like, ah, now I look like this person, or. She could just transform her whole body and still, but at that point, you're kind of cheating. I feel. <laughs> Would she transform so. her body into a little head version of whatever she's transforming? Yeah, into, that, that's what I was thinking of. Exactly. <laughs> that would be that would be funny, but that would kind of be um, kind of be a little pointless. I feel. Um, let's see. Oh, hard target. Uh, the characters have been hired by Arcade from the Kilzeum to hunt down heroes from across battle world for the amusement of the masses so and this is something that's gonna that we're gonna touch upon in later supplements for uh battle world and aka secret wars um so arcade runs a he runs a coliseum and he'll grab heroes and villains from different domains because he has like you know basically doom gave him a license to do that and so he'll grab them and like put them in this like you know in races or like in battles or in trials. Yeah, yeah. So you know, you could actually have them just passing through Killville and then like have them just try to try to basically non-lethally subdue some of the most powerful villains, you know, or or assassins in Marvel. That would be a hell of a fucking game. <laughs> it would definitely be a one or two shot game though. I would it, yeah, definitely, I know, absolutely. But it would be, it would be hard for them to pull off. I feel. In a lot or of you could extend it into a larger campaign when they're doing all this, but they're trying to get to try to break free to get get away. Exactly. Yeah, you could you could tie it into that. Um, because that's kind of what happens in most of the Battle World Secret Wars stories. Like at one point, someone figures out that like things aren't how they're supposed to be. And they end up like kind of breaking through or like revolting against Doom. So, yeah, so they give you a bunch of really good story seeds to work with to try to get this into your campaign. And uh, I think they did a great job. As usual, the project does a great job making these things, making them look professional, uh, making these supplements look really good as if TSR would. Actually, I want to say that they're doing it as if TSR was. Further along in their, you know, <laughs> module making days, because obviously it stopped in the 90s after it was bought yeah. out by Wizards of the Coast. Should they have kept the license and kept going, I think that we would have seen more full color supplements such as these with great comic panels and stuff like that. Absolutely. And we also do want to thank uh, Ben Riley as well, who gave uh, some of the write ups, I'm assuming that's why he credited him. Yes. Definitely go to Ben's site if you want the probably the best write-ups for Marvel and DC and probably other comics like Image and stuff like that. Yeah. If you're having problems, uh, you know, finding a certain character, he has that. And uh, obviously, he went to Classic Marvel Forever. That's the main website that's been holding down the uh, everything for years upon years. Going strong, going strong, constantly putting out new stuff. It's and constantly talking about stuff. It's great. It's great. I haven't gone to the forums at all. I've stopped going to BBS forums because I don't know. <laughs> I'm just I'm kind of tired of those forums. But 
and the Marvel Unlimited membership, which I did have at one point, but eh, I didn't like it, so I canceled it. But I could see it really being useful for building stuff like this. So, oh, yeah, absolutely. And thank the rest of the group. And uh, obviously, don't pirate anything because we don't condone that here. Pirating is bad. At all. Yep. Just don't Stay get off caught. Those high I mean, seas. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what did Oof. you say, Vince? How could don't you? get caught. How could? <laughs> I wonder if any. I wonder if anyone's actually tried to print these out and see how they would come out as an actual book. I'd be interested in seeing some pictures of those things. Because I mean, I try that one day. Yeah, I would like to see that. Yeah. Sending it over like Lulu or something, Lulu.com, and putting it in there for just to see if you can get. It'd be really cheap too. Oh yeah, definitely. Full color, twenty-six pages. I mean, it'd be cool to have all these things on your shelf, just to have them. Definitely. George Henson, one of the people behind the project, is here. He's Shout out to George. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, it. this is definitely uh, a good. I think would would really work really well in a game. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Oh, and what's another thing? Oh, the, and, and uh, then of course you could um, you could have um, oh, and here's a seed that I thought of, kind of. Oh yeah. Go um, for it. you could have the players be in um, in Killville, and they're trying to fight for the barony. Like, so whoever wins the battle, like whoever takes out Modok, becomes the next Baron of this shithole. <laughs> um, you could have them do that. I mean. Again, I wouldn't want to live here, but you know, it's something again, you could probably do like maybe a couple sessions oh, yeah. of it or have a one shot, you know. And then of course, then you know, once you're the baron, then you have to attend the meetings and balance the budget and everything. <laughs> I mean, it could it could lead into a greater campaign where you maybe lead Killville into a rebellion against Doom, maybe. I don't know if they uh, Doom at the, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean you could. You could. These are all ideas that could happen, but <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe. CP, yeah, that's DJ Tyner in the house there, Stephen Watson. That's what we were calling him. Oh, <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, so we're basically, I think that's all we have for this week. We just wanted to come back with a nice little short show to get everyone back equated into the show as, you know, I get Buddha acquainted and into the show and stuff like that and blah, blah, blah. So hopefully you've enjoyed the show. It's a shorter one this week because I didn't know how long this would take and uh, <laughs> how long I didn't know if Buddha would take it. Maybe I thought he was going to quit mid show and run out on me. So <laughs> nah, never, man, never. I'm here for the duration. So, or until he gets fired, one of the two. <laughs> that would include the duration, yes. yes. <laughs> so we'll be back in uh, two weeks with a uh, fuller, a, a more fuller show since we get an idea of what we want to do exactly as we're playing yep. these things out. You can send suggestions in here to uh, my channel. Comment below for that. You can hit the thanks button if you want to support the channel as well. Go to the Golden Buddha here at YouTube subscribe to him hit like on his stuff and praise him to the heavens and don't forget to uh if you download our show at apple Podcasts, which i know some people did in chat i saw it i saw it <laughs> head over there and give us a five-star written review and we will read it on the air with giving you praise and shout and love yeah so until next time good night everybody
You've been listening to the Classic Face Rip Podcast. The thoughts and opinions expressed on the podcast are not the final word and just what they are, opinions. If you'd like to catch up on all the episodes, head on over to ClassicFaceRip.com or if you want to check out the video shows live on YouTube, go to YouTube.com slash C slash The Evil DM. Again, that's YouTube.com slash C slash The Evil DM. Email us at AskTheDM at TheEvilDM.com. Thank you.